Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Thank you indeed for joining me today on We Sing Our Faith. You know, every week I think, oh, this are, these are my favorite readings, or this is my favorite focus, or, you know, I just love being Catholic. I love being Catholic. And this weekend, truly, as we, as we look at the readings, what an incredible bounty of God's beauty and wisdom and generosity and love we are going to experience. Right in the very first reading, we're going to hear these these incredibly beautiful words from Joshua, right? Uh, Joshua gathers together the tribes of Israel at Shechem, and, and they're talking. And my, my favorite line in this, we see put on doorposts, we see it on t-shirts, we see it all over our world, but it is, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. What a bold statement. You know, what a bold statement to say that me and my household, we are going to serve God. Wouldn't it be magnificent if all of us did that? Like we put down our fears, our concerns, our worries, and we just simply allowed everyone in our household to serve the Lord. And the beauty of this, um, the Eucharist that we are continuing to focus on in in the readings this weekend as we are going to move forward through these and into the gospel. But this very first song that I want to go to from David Kaufman allows us to take a look at this phrase, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And it also reminds us of that beautiful, heartfelt unworthiness that the the man said to Christ when he said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, right? But he wanted him to come so badly to his home. And that is literally part of our prayer during the mass when we say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed that we are made ready for the Lord to come into us in the beautiful Eucharistic embrace. So the Lamb of God is waiting to come into us, waiting for us to welcome him into our homes. So let's take a few moments now as David Kaufman sings for us, Come into my house. Come into my house, come under my roof. May I share your feast the fullness of truth your presence heals your spirit renews and draws my soul closer to you I am worthy of less than you offer grace upon
I share your feast, the fullness of truth. Your presence heals, your spirit renews and draws my soul closer to you. If you just say the word, you will heal me and free me by your mercy, O oh Lord. Yet you offer your very self and soul, I pray. Come into my house, come under my roof, may I share your feast, the fullness of truth. Your presence heals, your spirit renews, and draws my soul closer to you. into our being, into these temples where he will dwell inside of us in the Eucharistic embrace. And again, we have so many beautiful artists who take the, the incredible bounty of the lyric of our faith, the intense beauty of the Eucharist, the intense beautiful lifting up that happens when we go to Mass and we experience God present in his word and in the Eucharist. And from Liz Owen, I want to go next to her song, Panis Angelicus, the beauty of the bread of angels that we are allowed to experience, that when we humble ourselves and come before the Lord and ask him to come within our dwelling, he will, and he gives us himself in the Eucharistic embrace. 
The beauty of this reminds me so much of our psalm that we're going to experience this weekend where we hear from Psalm 34, taste and see the goodness of the Lord. That we literally taste and see the goodness of God who wants to be joined with us in the Eucharistic embrace. Let's take a few minutes wherever you are listening today as Liz Owen sings for us now, Panis Angelicus.
truly, truly love the beauty of this one, that the bread of angels, that God himself is willing to not only take on our flesh, but to bring us himself in the true body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Eucharistic embrace. And as I'm saying those two words together today, the Eucharistic embrace, we're going to go to our second reading for this Sunday from Paul's letter to the Ephesians in chapter 5. The beauty of this one, where we look at the reverence that we are to be subordinate one to the other as husband and wife in reverence for Christ. This is not a reading where it says women are less than men. When Christ himself says, I am the bridegroom and you are my bride, that means that he is inviting us into this intimate relationship with him. I've always loved to share throughout the ministry that I've offered for the past 25 years this beautiful correlation between the sacrament of matrimony and the Eucharist, that in a true sense, we are united in this incredible intimacy as husband and wife. And as I'm saying that, I want to, I want to remind us of the words of our beautiful St. John Paul the Great when he spoke about the, the theology of the body and that when he spoke about marriage and the beauty and the holiness and the presence of God within the marital embrace, that the power of grace is so strong in that moment when a husband and wife become one, that it literally removes all evil. It kicks Satan out. I love the power of that. I love the beauty of that. And I have to say, in the world in which we are living right now, when we know that what St. John Paul spoke was true, that in the marital embrace within the sacrament of marriage, when God is invited to that union, the beauty and the grace literally kick Satan out. Imagine the horrific invitation of Satan when there is this flesh-on-flesh union where it is not within the bounds of marriage, where it is not within the grace of a God-centered sacrament. You are literally, when you do that outside of marriage, you are inviting Satan in. Let your mind wrap around that one a little bit today. But the beauty of the marital embrace, the beauty of the Eucharistic embrace, God becomes fully present within us. I have to go to a song now from Skip West. The song is fully yours. And we look at the beautiful correlation of these readings that we're going to hear. It is no coincidence that we hear about husbands loving your wives. And so a wife should be subordinate to her husband and everything. But as Christ loved his church is how we are to look at this. So as myself, Julie Carrick, and Michael Mede have the privilege of singing the song written by Skip West. I pray that you are blessed right now with the song, Fully Yours. The narrow gate opens for my procession I surrender for our life together And a marriage meant forever 
take off the blinders when it comes to the beauty of the Eucharist. I mean, Christ himself, when he had suffered and died and then rose from the dead, but before he ascended to heaven, do you remember during that, that beautiful time of Easter when we hear the readings where they were on their way to Emmaus? And as they walked along the way, his followers, those who loved him, his followers themselves did not recognize him until the breaking of the bread, that in the beautiful movement of the Eucharist, when Christ took that bread and broke it, their eyes were opened to who was with them. And in that moment, the joy that filled their hearts, knowing that Christ truly was risen and was among them. What an incredible feast for their eyes and their souls and their very bodies as they shared with Christ that beautiful Eucharistic moment. So Liz Owen, once again, I want to go to one of her songs today, and it's her song Emmaus. And as you hear just this incredible intensity 
that she brings to this song, the way that she had the instrumentation to just allow our hearts to almost go to that moment of sadness, like, where is he and how do we come to him? And then the joy that just exudes out of us when we realize he is with us. He is with us every moment of the day, and especially when we come to him in the Eucharist. Let's take a few moments now and be blessed by Liz Owen as she sings Emmaus. We squint to recognize the rising sun And though you speak with fervor We're listening in part Our hearts still in the fog Near Emmaus we invited you As you break the bread before us, your glory is made known. Pull the veil from our eyes to see the sun who for us dies. Oh, visions of mercy. As we fall asleep it grows And when we rise We still may not know But as you You know, all throughout our church history, we have these incredible melodies, these incredible lyric that are that are intended to lift us toward heaven. The beauty of the Mass, the beauty of the Eucharistic embrace, 
the beauty of God's word and the intimacy that he wants to share with us. One of these old, old hymns is called O Salutaris Hostia, O Saving Victim. And I want to share with you the words in English. O Saving Victim, open wide, the gate of heaven to all us below. Our foes press on from every side. Thine aid supply, thy strength bestow. To thy great name be endless praise. Immortal Godhead, three in one, O grant us endless length of days with thee in our true country. Amen. The beauty of these old hymns that so many times we hear in Latin, our, our hearts are affected, even though we may not really understand those Latin words. There's something that, that happens when we hear the beauty of them. And this one in particular, as we gaze upon the Eucharist, these songs are normally done during that beautiful time of Eucharistic adoration. And so this little medley that I want to sing for you today, this was such a fun one when I was working on a project called I Take You at Your Word. And it was a, um, we just wanted to take all of these beautiful old hymns and actually some of the more modern kind of praise songs that are done. And so this medley lasts about seven minutes, but I think you're going to really love it when you hear all of these beautiful short Eucharistic songs that are all put together when we spend time with our Lord in Eucharistic adoration. So again, from me, your host, Julie Carrick, the Eucharistic medley. Godhead in forms of 
It is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you. And for information about each and every one of the artists whose music and ministry we share each and every week, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the site. The toll-free number is one 880 And we are here to connect you with all of the artists whose music and ministry we share each and every week. Now, as we continue along with this beautiful focus of the Bread of Life discourse, last week and this week in the gospel, we continue to hear this incredible teaching that Christ gave all of his followers that day in Capernaum. And the part of this that is just amazing to me, because it is, as I said, the Bread of Life discourse, we hear him reiterate seven times that his body is true food, that his blood is true drink, and that he wants to literally sustain us. As I've mentioned in the past couple of weeks, I'm working on a new book, and it's entitled Savior and Sustenance. And the beauty of this bread of life discourse is that he's inviting us to this most intimate embrace with him, that he is literally inviting us to be one with him, that as we consume him in the Eucharist, and that the intensity of this most intimate union that he wants with us is revealed and it is fulfilled. But the cost that it was, that he literally gave his life, He became the Lamb of God. He who was born in Bethlehem, as we talked about last week, the Lamb of God born in Bethlehem, it was no coincidence that he would literally become our Savior and at the same time our sustenance, giving us his very self that we might be made whole, that we might be strengthened for this journey here on earth. And I want to go just to the um, a few of the passages from that gospel reading of John chapter 6. And this week we find ourselves in verses 60 through 69. So I want to share this. Many of Jesus' disciples who were listening said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, Does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe, and the one who would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Our world needs truth. Our world needs the Spirit of God to remain in us so that we can remain true to Him. And in this beautiful Eucharistic discourse, as I said, He reiterated seven times that His body is true food, His blood is true drink, And to me, the saddest line in all of Scripture 
is from this passage, John 6, 66. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. If we turn away from God, who are we turning to? Our world needs the bread of life in order to keep us whole as we are on this journey toward our heavenly home someday. So the next song that I want to go to is from Michael Poirier, and it is his song, Bread of Life. Let's be blessed now as Michael sings this for us. Thank you, Michael. There's just something magnificent about the beauty um, in the readings this weekend, just reminding us of this intense and most personal and most intimate relationship that Christ is wanting to have with each and every one of us. 
And it's no coincidence, as I said, that these readings are brought together with the passage um, that we have in our, our second reading about the beauty in the relationship between husband and wife and how we submit ourselves into God's will for that perfect um, for that perfect union and the perfection of that most intimate relationship. And there was a writer many years ago by the name of Joe Wise, and his song, Melita Song, that he wrote for the wedding when he and his wife, Melita, were getting married, I think ties together both of these readings so powerfully because the words are, I'm in love with my God. My God is in love with me. The more I love you, the more I know I'm in love with my God. And that's the beauty of the Eucharistic embrace. That's the beauty of these intimate relationships, so intimate in the relationship of marriage and so intimate in the relationship between the Eucharistic embrace. And so I want to go to this song, Melita song, and it's fairly lengthy, but it is so worth the listen today as we hear that it came as a price, right? He loves us so much that he took on our flesh. He loves us so much that he was willing to literally die for us, to open wide the doors of heaven and to be our redemption, to literally be the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world and not only takes away our sin, but gives us himself for our nourishment for the journey. That's what it's all about. And so as we... Um, particularly if you are a married person listening today. Thank God for the gift of your spouse and the fact that you are able to be the caretaker of each other's souls, strengthened by the Eucharistic embrace, so that someday we will be with him in heaven. Let's take a few moments as now I, your host, Julie Carrick, sing for you the song written by Joe Wise as he and Melita were married. Melita's Song.
Absolutely love singing that one. There is such a power in it. And then focusing in on that beautiful, intimate relationship, the beauty of who we receive in the Eucharist. And again, not what, but who we receive, who we have this most intimate and deep, beautiful embrace with in the Eucharist. It is such an incredible gift from God for us and such a proof 
of the the real relationship that he wants to have with us. And uh, again, I know I've said this phrase before. I, I love the phrase that our Protestant brothers and sisters use, Jesus Christ, my personal Lord and Savior. But how much more personal can we be than to literally receive him, body, blood, soul, and divinity in our bodies as we come to him in the Eucharistic embrace? It is real, it is true, and it is holy. It is the most amazing thing. And so wherever you are listening today, I'm going to invite you again, come to Mass. Come to Mass and experience the Word of God spoken in truth and in love and in faith. And then as we watch the priest take those simple elements of bread and wine, offering them to God, asking the angels to literally take them to heaven and bring them back down on that altar in the word of Jesus Christ as the priest is there in persona Christi to say those words of consecration, knowing that these simple elements of bread and wine become the body and blood, soul and divinity of Christ Jesus, who offered himself for us and then stays with us under the appearance of bread and wine, but nonetheless, the most perfect presence of him in our world is in the Eucharist. What an incredible blessing. Again, if you've just joined us or if you've been listening today on We Sing Our Faith, to have all of the information about each and every one of the artists whose music and ministry we share, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org, that's the site. The toll-free number is one 888 8806874 and we are here to connect you. And now to take us to the top of the hour, a fantastic song by Chris Paget. Are you ready? Are you ready to seek the Lord? And are you ready to answer as we hear in that incredible gospel passage? Are you going to leave me? And his disciples say, "Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of everlasting life." Are you, Are you ready to seek the Lord? To seek the Lord. Are you willing to find Him no matter what it costs? Are you ready to come home? Are you tired enough to know you are not alone? Be a beggar. Come with a need You found ready To be sent
find him Longing to begin Thank you, Chris. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Be blessed during this incredible time of the Eucharistic discourse this weekend at all of the masses throughout the country, throughout the world, as we hear the Bread of Life discourse and the invitation to receive our Lord, body, blood, soul, and divinity for real in the Eucharist. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. Come celebrate the Young Catholic Professionals' 11th birthday as they welcome executive speaker Sean McGinnis. Sean is the chairman of Lumini Network, Collective 54. This event will take place outdoors at Complete Land Sculptures, Dallas Campus Design Center and Showroom, located at 2000 Sandy Lane in Dallas on Tuesday, August 24th at 7 p.m. The night begins with a networking hour on the lawn, followed by the talk. To RSVP, visit ycpdallas.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Kyle Eberlein of Mid-Cities Dental and a parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. Dentistry can be expensive, especially if you know you need a lot of work. That's why you need to know all of your treatment options, and you need a dentist whom is on your insurance plan. This could potentially save you lots of money. Our office will offer you a no-obligation consultation with necessary x-rays. We can be reached at 817-282-9321 or midcitiesdental.com. Again, that number is 817-282-9321. Come let us pray to our Blessed Mother that she'll guard and protect our country from those who wish to destroy it, bring God's influence to our leaders, that they lead us based on His will and not our own, restore love and peace in our hearts, and heal us so that we can truly be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to a patriotic rosary at St. Patrick Cathedral focusing on prayer for our nation and our church on Monday, August 30th at 7 p.m. Free rosaries will be available.
Are you a healthcare professional who wants to learn more about fertility awareness, restorative reproductive medicine, and the Billings Ovulation Method? Are you in need of continuing education credit? BOMA USA, the Billings Ovulation Method Association, is a new sponsor of KTH 910AM. They've created online training specifically for healthcare professionals or experienced fertility awareness teachers. Visit BOMA-USA.org and click on Health Professionals at the top of the page. This is your gateway to a whole new learning experience. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.